0: So I was at a wedding in the summer and someone asked me or said to me I couldn't have my own business around my passion because I think I would fall out of love with it and she asked me like how do you run your business around your passion and not fall out of love with your passion and it got me thinking oh my goodness I remember I used to fear that too. It's like we've been subconsciously programmed don't create a business around doing what you love because it will suck the life out of it. But I was like, wait a minute. No, no, no. It means I get to do it more. But it got me thinking, this is something that can put so many people off starting their own businesses around their passion. Or maybe they've started their business and maybe this is you and you're at the stage where you've been doing your business a while, but you've kind of lost touch with, practicing your craft you kind of lost touch with the passion and the fire for your craft because you're so focused on your business so this is what we're talking about in today's episode how to not fall out of love with your passion whilst you're growing your business and how to fall back in love with your passion and bring more of practicing your craft back into your business Okay, so the first piece around this is to prioritize practicing your passion. Now, you might be like, but Sarah, I don't have more time to be able to practice my passion. The time I have, I have to spend on my business. The rest of the time, I'm looking after the kids or I'm doing these other things. So I don't have more time to practice my passion. Where does that time come from? So this is what I did when I had this realization in my business of like, wait a minute, at the time I was renovating a house. I was using so much time with that, so much energy with that as well. And then I also wanted to spend some time with Louie and it was also COVID at the time. And then I was running my business as well. And I was like, how can I incorporate more of doing my passion to fill out my cup as well, to fall back in love even more with my passion without needing more time? And what I did was this. Every day, I would start, when I was working on my business, I would start by practicing my passion, by creating things, by making things. For me, that meant making clothes, pattern cutting new garment ideas, looking for inspiration on Pinterest. And do you know what happened? Because of that, I then had so many more content ideas. I could create content so much quicker because as I was doing these things, I was time-lapsing the hell out of everything. Time-lapsing is like, oh my God, it is the biggest time-saver ever because you can time-lapse what you're doing and then you can share you know, value content on top of that. You're not having to then record stuff afterwards. So actually, by me putting my passion first, And scheduling it first in my days, it made everything so much easier. It also meant when clients were asking me questions, I'd be like, oh, I just did this yesterday, I have this example here so you can see this here. It was so much easier for so many areas of my business. And so many areas that are the needle moving parts of my business. Because before I was practicing my passion... In this business time, I was really focused on the needle-moving tasks. I knew I had limited time, so I was focusing on those needle-moving tasks. And I was really worried, am I still going to have time for those needle-moving tasks? I need to do them to progress my business, to support my clients, to grow my business. But I did. As you can tell, I had time for this because by practicing my passion, it made everything so much quicker and easier and more Fun. And that's the whole point of this, right? The whole point of life is to have fun. So that's the first part around this. Now, the second part is to make sure you are creating a business around the parts of your passion that you love the most. I've seen it before and I've heard it from past clients where they're like, you know, I think I should create this beginner sewing course. And it's like, does that really excite you? Does that really, really excite you? So what excites you about your passion? Create a course on that. Share content around that online. Create a masterclass around that. You don't have to do the generic. Yes, because you think there are so many people starting out, you know, let's say creating macrame you don't have to then go and do a beginner macrame course. You could do a course on macrame around Christmas decorations because you absolutely are obsessed with Christmas and you love macrame. How interesting does that sound too? So really get clear and just like zoom out, have a little, you know, recap, reflect on your journey. What parts of your passion do you like doing? What parts don't you like doing? What are you going to avoid creating courses on? What are you going to avoid having in your business? What are you going to turn up the dial in your business? So a really good example of this is that I became obsessed with baking swimwear. So I created a course on pattern cutting and sewing your own swimwear. I could have spent that time creating a beginner sewing course I can't tell you how many times people message me being like do you have a sewing course for beginners no I don't why because I don't feel like making one why because it doesn't really excite me yes I could do it yes I could probably make a load of money for it but for me my business is about enjoying what I'm doing so create the things that you love the most Create the things that excite you. And again, that's going to mean you're falling in love with your passion so much more because you're talking about those areas you love so much more. And this is going to come across in your energy as well. It's going to be so much easier to sell things that you're excited about rather than the things that you're like, I'm doing this because I think I should, because I think I'll probably make a lot of money from it because that other person maybe is. It's hard work selling stuff that you're not behind. It's very easy to sell stuff. You're behind and you're there creating things for it, doing things for for it, honing it naturally. It's just part of your life. It's really easy to then create content, to talk about it, to sell it. So really focus on the fun parts of your passion that then is gonna mean your business is gonna be even more fun and exciting. Now, the last piece I want to talk about around this is considering who you work with. So rather than trying to cater to everyone, cater to the clients you would want to have dinner with. I call these clients soul clients. I have literally had dinner with clients around the world many times. And this is because I have always tried to think, who do I want to attract? I don't want to attract the people who don't value my skills, who are looking for all the freebies, freebies in the world. I don't want to attract the people who are not willing to do the work. So get clear on who you do want to attract. Who are they? What do they like doing? What is relevant to your passion that they like doing? What do you like doing? Start putting more of your uniqueness out there as well. And I spoke about this in a couple of episodes ago. When you put more of your uniqueness out there and you share where you live, what your studio looks like, where you work, what your beliefs are, what your journeys been. the more you share of these things, the more you're going to be attracting clients who resonate with these things. That does not mean they have to have had the same journey as you. That does not mean they have to have the same hobbies in common as you. That means that they resonate with these things. They have the same beliefs or similar beliefs as you. And the more we work with clients who have similar beliefs to us, the more we're gonna be excited to work with them. We're gonna have conversations that aren't just about our passions and about our businesses, but also about life too. We're gonna get to know them more and more on a friends level. We're maybe gonna go for dinner with them one day Like how incredible. Some of them may even turn into lifelong friends too. So go back to that episode around uniqueness because this is going to really help you magnetize soul clients you would want to have dinner with. Go back to that episode, infuse that within your content, within your offers and you're going to find you are working with those soul clients, the clients you want to have dinner with. Not the people you're like, oh my God, I'm dreading them coming on this call. I don't want them inside this offer. Like you get to choose who's inside your offers. If you have a gut instinct that someone is not right for you or your offer, you get to say that. You obviously don't have to be like, I don't want you in my my offer. You're not the person for me. You get to say it in a polite way, of course. But you get to choose. It's your business. You get to choose. You are the CEO. All right. It has been an absolute pleasure having you here today, listening to this episode. As always, drop into my DMs. I'd love to know how you feel about this topic. Let me know in the DMs whether you haven't started your business yet and you're thinking about it, or whether you've started it and you're like, oh, wait a minute, I want to turn up the dial on practicing my passion, doing my passion and incorporating that more into my business, drop into my DMs. I'd love to hear what your thoughts are on today's episode. But until next time, as always, have a beautiful, beautiful day, and I will speak to you in the next episode.